sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine podcast with Griff and Tony. Hey, what's up, everyone? Griff here. Another episode of the Beer Engine podcast, number 66, I think, Tony. It's we're a tenth of the way to the mark of the devil. Um, that's how I think of the number 66, just in most numbers, actually, how they're related to numerology, the Illuminati, various symbols. Um, and really, it's all numbers and it's, it's all telling us something, right, Tony? I think we're all this is, you know, this is beer engine pod drop 66, really, if you think about it. Yep. Now, you were you were thinking of it as the mark of the devil. I think of our show as more sexual. I think we're three away oh. from 69. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now we're talking. All right. We're right. We're right there by the sex number. And we're only, what, 350 some away from the weed number. And those are the real, <laughs> those are the real important numbers. <laughs> they are. Uh, now, are there any, any yeah. beers out there with CBD and have you tried them? I haven't had any CBD beers. There's the CBD seltzers. Um, now I, I think we might've brought this up at some point on here maybe, but, um, I CBD eludes me, uh, from understanding. I don't understand CBD. So when I hear something is made from weed and intended to help your anxiety, but does not contain the active ingredients, it makes me think it only has the inactive ingredients, which I don't care about. I don't <laughs> need the inactive, the active ingredients are the ones I want. Those are the good, you know, I'm looking for the psychoactive yeah, uh, you want the uh, psychotropic stuff, and I'm with you there. Right. If I'm going to have have anything involving that, give me psychotropic all the way, and give me yeah, something that lasts my... a while. Let me eat that shit. Yeah, tastes like right. shit when you're eating it, but it's it's worth the buzz. It, it it hangs on for a while. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna put my fucking nugs into my uh, $600 cup, you know, I'm going to do it, right? I'm not going to get some oil or whatever just to, like, rub behind my ear like a dog <laughs> and hope I chill out or, or something like that. I just don't think that's going to work for me. But Which you can yeah, now do in Vegas, seltzer. can't you? Um, I'm not sure whether yeah, it Yeah, was... we can do whatever. You can get pre-rolls and shit here now on the yeah. strip or, and, and I know downtown. I mean, I know on Fremont Street you can. Yeah, you can, you can get them. And actually, if you went to one of the places was doing your, you could do your vaccine, and they had one cent pre rolls if you did your shot. That's the, the way uh, to go. Yeah. So I I don't know how we haven't vaccinated more of the people here. One so the hustler club was giving out a year of free lap dances if you got your shot there. <laughs> well, he, this is the real problem with the libertarian point of view. This is a case, this is best case scenario as far as private enterprise stepping up and trying to incentivize people sure. and it's still not right. working. This is, where you working. Need, this is where you need a big stick from the government to whack people over the, over the head, start hitting them. We tried, to wha- we tried to whack them off and we couldn't do it. So now we got to whack them over the head. We, we, couldn't, we, couldn't, we, couldn't, we couldn't get them a vaccine to get them whacked off. So we have to whack them over the head now. Yeah. So a tough break. Now, I am one of 13% of the Victorian population that is fully vaccinated, double-shotted with either AstraZeneca, which is a far lower number, or the, um, the correct vaccine to get. The, 
Pfizer. I can't the even Rolls say Royce. it. Say it the way the guy does in the video because there's that makes fun of the upper crust Australian accent from Brighton. Yeah, um, you guys have the you guys have the Rolls Royce of vaccines there with the Pfizer. Um, we do, but everybody's refusing to take AstraZeneca, so we've yeah. got a huge oversupply of AstraZeneca, and um, mm, nobody's willing to take it. We have two hundred million Pfizer we just bought that nobody wants, so. I think it's just going to be for for people who are getting vaccines to get boosters. That's my expectation. We're all just getting boosters because yeah. it's going to be. This is just how it's going to be forever. Um, I think it's just going to be like this forever, Tony. Here, um, we're actually currently back under a mask mandate in Nevada. Really? Because uh, we're doing bad, really bad, um, really bad here. Uh, it's still pretty much primarily with the unvaccinated. Obviously, uh, you, there are breakthrough cases, but. You know, the as much as it does make me nervous, and we have it a I, we have it a friend or two who've caught um, the uh, the bad luck. Uh, it does still seem to be, frankly, a slight case of bad luck, right? You go to a very very crowded event with a lot of people who aren't vaccinated, and you end up, you know, in the shit. You know, yeah. Um, but didn't end up in the hospital. Didn't end up, you know, in uh, uh, in dire straits, which is the point. Um, so I'm, I, I can't decide. I've, I've kind of backed off a little bit on outside activity, just maybe out of kind of, um, habit, I guess, when I hear stuff like this, yep. but I don't really have a great reason why, you know what I mean? I mean, I know the Pfizer thing is pretty effective with Delta. I know, but I also know we have a lot going on around here. So I'm sort of just like picking well, my spots is what I've decided to start to start doing. Well, let's say this was a – let's say it's it's going to be as deadly as the flu for somebody who is, is vaccinated. But do you – your chances of, of, of breaking through the vaccine, it's about as transmissible as the flu. You would take precautions in flu season, take those, those, those yep. same precautions, with, which it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. It's now about yeah. measured, reasonable responses as long as you've done everything you can. You can't control other people. If other if other people have had the chance to get vaccinated, in Australia it's slightly different because we haven't had that chance because our yeah. national government fucked up the rollout of the vaccine. Once everybody mm-hmm. has that chance, fuck them. Like, right. I know it's we're going to have to stay on top of things and stay on top of the variants, but, but fuck those people. We have to yeah. open up and, and live our life. Right. Not, not perhaps back to the way we were, but with with more freedom than what we've got now. Right. Once everybody's yeah. had that chance I'm, I'm, and it's their choice, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. And I've uh, I, I'm mostly doing that out of my own self preservation. Uh, I really don't. Ca- I, I've said this before. I don't give a shit anymore. Um, I can't. I can't save you from yourself. So that's just sort of your problem now. But the fact is that the the amount of it going around does sort of make it. It, it does increase the chances that something fucked oh, up course. could happen, you know? So it, um, the more, you know, it's somebody described it like a raincoat, right? You, you know, in a shower, you're fine. But if you get stuck in a, in the, in the pouring rain, you're still probably going to get a little wet. Um, I'd rather just not, I mean, I don't think it's going to, I, you know, knock on wood, obviously, you know, you don't, you don't know what'll happen, but. I, I, as much as I don't like getting the flu, I don't want to get this either. I don't want to get sick. Yeah, that's exactly right. Me, you know, and it, on the off chance it could get worse, that sounds awful. So I don't want to deal with that. And that said, I don't plan on canceling any of my 
existing plans or anything. And I might still pop into the casino, just going to, you know, maybe put my ma- keep my mask on more so. Yeah. Pull it down, drink my uh, IPA out of a dirty line and um, uh, then, you know, win a lot of money, I'm sure. So. Yeah, but it's just going to be like this, and that's and that's sort of the somewhat reassuring and also disturbing thing I tell myself as I was on. Well, this is just how I have to live now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just if I'm going to go out, I either am held hostage forever, or I just kind of get on with it a little bit. You know, so that that's I don't know if that feels good or bad, but it it does mostly inform me that I probably should just get out with it a little bit. Now, to give you some idea of how different um, our situation is, um, we're in lockdown right now. Well, we've got out of lockdown today. Masks are still mandated everywhere outdoors, outside of our properties. So whether you're outdoor walking, whether you're shopping um, in an open-air market, always have to wear a a mask. Now, we had eight cases today and they Mm -hmm. were all linked to current outbreaks and they were in isolation during their infectious period. So they're often secondary contacts with people that that had corona earlier on in in this outbreak. So we're on the road to reopening, not fully, but sort of in a COVID normal delta Mm -hmm. way, if that makes sense. We're probably going to have to have changes from the last time we were COVID normal. But Sydney, on the other hand, which is still minute numbers compared to what you're doing even in Nevada, they had 177 cases today. Nevada, we're like like in hell here. I mean, it's a nightmare. But we're still doing the contract tracing and 58 of those were out in the community. So um, I think... um, I think we're just sort of effed, but uh, for a yeah. while anyways. But in a, in a few weeks, I mean, eventually it'll just sort of it'll become the next thing, whatever it is. So yeah. Sort of, sort of where we're at. And, and it is tiring. And I understand a couple of weeks ago when I went into lockdown, I, I was sort of wanting to vent to you and you're like, I'm over this shit. I'm, I'm sort of out the other side at that point. You, you yeah. were, and it's like. Well, yeah, that's that's great for you, but yeah. uh, but it's just going to ebb and flow, and it's just going to wear on yep. people. And the thing I I try and do is avoid the news because, yeah, like you can watch a, a one hour news bulletin and they'll contradict themselves three or four times oh, yeah. within that bulletin. We've got a lockdown for our health, but we can't lock down because of the economy. Our economy's booming, and it's like. Just make up your fucking mind. Right. Pick a narrative and go right. with it. At least Fox, are, if they're going to lie, they're going to ro- lie reliably. They lie hard. Yeah, they go, do. Go, you know, go go hard at it if you're going to lie. Yeah, I and agree. then then uh, they'll get accosted in Montana. Wasn't that the greatest? That, dude, that was wild, huh? Yeah, he uh, was perfect because he was measured at the same yeah. time and told Tucker he didn't give a fuck that because it wasn't like Tucker's kid was right there, but he just essentially said, "If you're going to spout mi- misinformation, the least you can put up with is being um, confronted in your private out. time." Yeah. yeah, I get it. I, I I totally on board with that. I mean, not. I don't think it's gonna. Obviously, it, it maybe it makes you feel better for a little bit, but. It, because he's just going to keep being the same dipshit that he is, but yeah, but they it, all will. So what do you do? Maybe we get one out of these conservative firebrands to say yes, they've taken the vaccine. We 
I say we, most people that are slightly informed know that Tucker's taken it, know well, that I mean, Hannon has taken it. Yeah, he said it, yeah. yeah. I mean, he said he did. And then he, then he tried to backtrack so he didn't, because he's, he's afraid of his own viewership. But Yeah. We know Laura Ingram has. We know Steve Ducey has. We know all, all these, these guys fuckers have. have. All these fuckers have taken it, yet they're spouting this misinformation. It's not that we're going to turn them all, but if we can turn one or two to say, yeah, we've taken it, maybe it. Maybe it stops them spouting or makes it a little less credible that they're spouting this right. bullshit. It's kind of I mean, like... frankly, our, our... Yeah. It's kind of like the um, January 6th insurrections. You're not going to change everybody's mind, but maybe if you make it less credible for 1% or 2%, th- these hearings are worth taking place. Right. It's 1% or well, 2% we do... that you want to change, not, not, not 40 You're never going to change that. I... I would say the issue we have right now, more so in Nevada, even then, the, I, I think it's easy to point the finger, not that I don't love pointing fingers at the at the crazy Q and Trump people, but uh, we have a big equity problem here, too. So that's sort of a issue in that. Uh, and that and that doesn't and that we're not going to I don't want to just necessarily talk about the health care inequities of the U.S., but it does stem from the last, you know, 75 years of health care problems in the U.S. in that we have a lot of. Um, you know, uh, uh, Hispanic and and black and other you know minorities in this area that probably have never been to, haven't been to the doctor in yep. 25, 30, 40 years. They don't have sort of up to date medical care. They don't really know what is expected in this case, right? Or they haven't. Uh, they don't. They're afraid of what c- could happen, or they don't have the knowledge that the education yep. that or the outreach. None of that stuff has happened. And we have a huge gap in the state that could easily, I would say not easily, but would certainly start to plug the gaps in like what we've talked about with quote unquote herd immunity, whatever that means in the future, getting to 70, 75, 80%. Yeah. You would, uh, you would start getting in the ballpark if you, if you started meeting those communities where they were, um, which we're not because we never do here. We do that shit. No, and that's what systematic racism really is. It's not about people talking in the streets and, and using epithets. It's it's the system that is biased against people getting the same level of care or access to government services that, that you or I get. It's And it's not even that the government doesn't want to do it. It's that they it's that eighty or a hundred or hundred and fifty years or more, yeah. right? Of poor treatment has sort of resulted in this place where now it's very, very difficult to reach people. Yeah. anymore right and they're not going to believe you they're not going to trust you they're not going to they're not going to come come meet you where you are any of that stuff. yes it, it's not about one program it's about changing the system so it services right. everybody and then that takes time but until until you trying to do, do it that, all at once is not a good idea yeah, yeah. it's not going to work <laughs> yeah uh so that's one other problem so not to we went way too deep in that but whatever uh, of it's, course it's, and that, it's, it's making me very angry this last week it's a it's a downer because um we had sort of a weird confidence for a little bit. That's like, well, you know, we're, we're sort of ebbing our way back into some normalcy ish where I'm not nervous to go to the bar. And then just this Friday we're at Corey's and it was getting a little crowded and we're both like, uh, time to go. You know, it's like, I, I don't, I, I didn't miss that feeling, but that's all right. Um, Tony, our discord has been, um, you know, going pretty well. Uh, yeah, it's popping off. We've got uh, some some fun activity this week. I, we love Nick Torque. He, he always brings the good posts. 
And uh, I really do want to eat some of these tasty tubes. Oh, um, dude. these look good. Are they like a Funyun texture? Is it like a Cheeto or a Funyun type, like an extruded yeah. corn yep. thing? Okay. It is. Yeah, um, I want that. I love those. Just yeah. one second. I've got to talk to my Alexa. Alexa, mm-hmm. add tubes to the shopping list. You didn't hear that. Alexa, add tubes to the shopping list. Come on, Alexa. Two. No, I don't want two. I'll have to send a text message. She can't talk. She (laughs) She can't. Let me text the damn lady. All right, so Nick was eating a tube of tubes and drinking champagne, which was pretty funny. Um, Do you have cheesels in America or are they an Australian thing too? Have what? Cheesels. That's an Australian thing. I, I I don't know what it is, but it okay. sounds like something we have a version of. Yeah, frankly. it's kind of like a Cheeto, but more cheesy. I'll look it up. And it's a it's a ring shape, and you can put them on your fingers. Oh yeah, you might do it with bugles, and they're they're like horn shaped. But these you put on your fingers and eat. Tubes are the same shape, but they're more tomato and vinegary. They go perfectly with say a lager of the week kind of beer yeah, dude I, these look good to me i i like i i, I like any of these uh any of these goofy little snacks we we've started getting trader joe's has started carrying more extruded snack things yep where that are puffy like this if that makes sense yeah absolutely and we have one that i fucking love that is perfect with beer it is and if you go to trader joe's this, this has the griff seal of approval this is like Ooh. my favorite crunchy snack it is these jalapeno and onion Ooh. like rice puffs or something. Um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking up exactly what they're made out of, um, but they are so good. They're they spicy corn and rice puffs. That's what they are. Uh, jalapeno seasoned corn and rice puffs, and they're crunchy and spicy snacks made with the corn, rice, quinoa, and baked. So they're not even that horrible for you. But yep. they are so fucking addictive, dude. I love these things. Um, well, I'm going to copy a, a picture of this thing that you can see it. Here, yeah, here's actually pop it in some, the Discord. Picture of them. Yeah. Now, uh, these things are wildly good. Can I recommend? Um, I'm not sure whether Trader Joe's are importing anything other than Tim Tams from Australia, but keep an eye out for Twisties. I may have spoken about them in the past, but they're they're like a Cheeto, but they're like a rough extrusion. So they've got lumps and bumps. If you can imagine like a Cheeto, but it was made by somebody making um, the the German pasta. Um, no, sure. A Spätzle. Yeah. yeah, a Spätzle, but it's really a Cheeto kind of, if you know what I mean. So sure. it's, it's that sort of rough, completely different sizes. Um, you get some really big fat ones, some really skinny ones, but they're never smooth. They've always got ridges sure. on them. Really, really delicious. There's a cheese flavor, but I'm a I'm a sucker for the chicken flavor. Oh, see, I like chicken flavored stuff. We don't have very much of that, but um, yeah, Trader Joe's is starting to fill the gap there with with like these extruded snacks and weird chips. The other the the chips here's another one, Tony. The patio chips are essentially like barbecue. It's like all the seasonings of like barbecue pickle. And uh, dill, or like the barbecue flavor, the dill pickle, and like salt and vinegar just all dumped together on chips. They call them patio oh. chips. Those are fucking good. Don't uh, they very, have another very, name? Like, Weren't they right. a um, Canadian thing? 
or a regional oh, like thing. fully dressed. Yeah. I think I think this is these are fully dressed or sweeter. Those are these are more um these are very tar- like tart, I guess since if, if that like yeah. a salt and vinegar, heavy vinegar flavor. Um but maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't tried the and they're on like ruffled chips, which I love. They're 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 really good. So yeah. I don't really know if how that fits with the fully dressed, but um so yeah, Nick uh, rip to Nick's uh, fat dog, his fat lab. Uh, uh, rest, rest in peace. And also, he did tell us that his um, enemy at work is leaving. Which nice. I, I don't know what he does, but um, I love the idea of making an enemy at work. I, I've done it before, <laughs> so I, I applaud that. Congrats to that. Um, some other stuff that got thrown up here, Tony. Uh, we we. Um, Oh, we had some some quad drinking going on. We had some, uh, uh, and then we what? What did I post this thing? Oh yeah, this thing the um, the the two by two square of uh, horny and fuckable qualities of beer lovers, um, which I think you guys would love. If you're not yep. on the Discord, get on there, and you can see that the the uh, who's the most horny, most fuckable. Beer people are old ale aficionados, if you're wondering. So, congrats to the guys who love old ale. I love them. I don't think I don't know if I fit in there. I think I'm down on the uh, bottom right quadrant of uh, West Coast IPA pine mouths. Yeah, you're you're uh, a pine mouth, which is what I'm drinking right now, by the way. So, I think it makes sense. Tony, where do you think you fit in there? <sighs> I, I'm. I can't actually bring up the diagram at the moment, so I can't remember. What were the other quadrants? Um, All right, so in the uh, in the top left, which is too horny and fuckable, is old ale aficionados um, at the top left. That's yep. apparently the best, maybe. Uh, Roush beer smokers, lambic a- amateurs, uh, seltzer enthusiasts, are in there uh, too horny and not fuckable is all the stuff you don't like. Imperial stout batter liquors, uh, 450 North can flippers, hazy IPA <laughs> trub, trub lords, oh, quad cravers is in here, <laughs> ESB caskers. Oh, um, shit, I'm yeah. in trouble. And then, see, I think you're up here, and the top right, which is fuckable and not horny, is um. Uh, Gratzer Files, Zwickle Beer Experts, Kolsch Desirers, yeah. the Dunkel Squad is sort of in the middle, Wit Beer Professors, and Dortmunder Lovers. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm if you in- just want to be... If you want to be just pure in the center, and I don't think this is you, but, but nah. is Schwartzbeer Appreciators are, are flat in the center. So. No, I'm not that dull. No, you were right. I'm definitely in that, that last quadrant that you were talking yeah. about. Not not quite to the top, but yeah, definitely, definitely somewhere. Do you think that nailed you? Are, are you the left? Are you not? Are you not horny, but extremely fuckable? I'm actually the reverse of that in real life. <laughs> He's too horny. Yeah, you're in the, you're hazy. You're actually hazy IPA trouble lords, but beer wise, you're Zwickle beer expert. Oh well, yep. that's all right. Tough break for all of us, really. Oh, um, well, there, there was no way you would come out a winner in that. Got to be honest. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I'm somewhere between a Trublord and a Pine Mouth, which really isn't doing me any good either ways. And compared um, to your real life, how does that measure out? Mm, mm, you had to think about this. Well, 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 lest I 
cause any trouble before we actually bring my wife onto this show. <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm, uh, I would say my real life puts me probably more in the Roush beer, not Roush beer. No, let's say seltzer enthusiasts. I think I'm seltzer enthusiasts. I'm too far to the left, and but but just enough across the border that I can sort of survive, you know. Yep. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Kelly doesn't need to know about this. Right, she right. won't listen to it. She's on the show. Right. No way in hell she'll ever listen to this. Um, all right, Tony, you've been drinking this week, I hope. Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh, sorry. Before you tell us what you're drinking, uh, if you want to join our Discord and see these funny pictures, you can send us a DM on Instagram. I'll get you in there or send us an email and maybe I'll look at it. Um, Tony, tell me what some beers you're drinking. Uh, look, I loaded up and there were some great beers. I'm not going to go through them all. Um, but um, the the most unique, um, uniquely Australian in style and ingredient was by a company called Tallboy and Moose. They've done some um, <clears throat> Quebec-style beers in the past. They really do play mm. around with style. And this one they called... An Australian strong ale, um, which is a classic take on the American strong ale, according to them. So, malt wise, it was Marisota Munich and Special B, um, with um, with with Chinook as the main hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the adjunct was the interesting part, and it's something that you All wouldn't right. even be familiar with. Um, there's a little place under Australia. That's actually part of Australia. It's one of our states, but Americans tend to think of it as a separate country, and that's Tasmania. It is a state of Australia. Okay. They have sure. a native um, berry called a mountain pepper berry, and mm-hmm. it was used as an adjunct. Adjunct, really, really nice, um, beautiful beer for seven percent. Super drinkable, um, nice and hoppy. It was named Great. straight to the pool room. And that reference comes from an Australian uh, film called The Castle. If you ever want to watch a movie and not get the Australian sense of humour, I would recommend that. That is too Australian for you to understand. Even with the bits that I've sort of let you in on, people will struggle to understand that one. It's an Australian classic. Um, And even that... Oh, bumped my microphone with my glasses. Um, Even then, it divides the Australian nation in regards to whether it's loved or hated um, mm. because it does does make fun of the Australian working class, the Australian bogan. Okay. Uh, this has Szechuan peppercorn in it, Tony. Well, I... Did you, get it, did you get that off of it? Is it numbing you at all or what? Yeah, well, the pepperberry also has that, that sort of numbing quality that mm. Szechuan has. So, yeah, I, I certainly got that, that numbness, but not to a point where you, like, if you had a toothache that it would numb your mouth up well enough. But, yeah, right. it, it was just just the right amount of numbness. All right. That sounds pretty good, Tony. Um, uh, I'm I actually going to shout out this beer I'm drinking right now. This has been my favorite thing this week, I think. It's a beer called No Worries. It's a West Coast IPA, Tony. Yeah, I would put this in the neo-West Coast-ish uh, area. Um, doesn't actually tell me what hops are in it necessarily, which is fine. I don't care. 
Uh, it is very tasty. It's from the unfortunately named Belching Beaver Brewery. <laughs> unfortunately in, named? That's an awesome name. What are you talking in, about? In, in Oceanside. Um, definitely have a punk rock thing about them uh, with their whole with their whole look and stuff. Um, and they did a beer with the Deftones, I think, also. Which isn't necessarily whatever. Whatever. I don't know. It was. It's. They have. A, they have a rock and roll vibe to them, Tony. <laughs> gotcha. So seems fine. Um, I think it's a delicious beer. I've. It's only six percent, which I love. It's nice and easy to knock down. And I'm drinking out of my lovely GBX IPA glass, which makes me happy. Pretty good stuff. Um, I also went to a Modern Times tap tapping event. Um, it, and I know I uh, I know Modern Times has had some uh, has done bad done the bad thing, uh, but I did end up checking this out. I did enjoy a beer there called Altar of the Orc Lord. Um, it is a barley wine with cocoa and coffee aged in bourbon barrels, and that was really tasty. So that's um, delicious. Really good beer. A couple of good good IPAs on draft there too. So. Um, you know, hopefully modern times get their shit together and stops being pieces of shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, I can drink their beer without feeling bad about it. So that'd be nice. But, um, that's, uh, that's about it for just these normal beers. I think it's time, uh, for everyone's favorite segment. It's Griff's Lager of the Week. Griff's talking right now, but he doesn't realise he's muted because this is actually Tony's Lager of the Week. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All right, Tony. Another tall boy I... in moose beer, believe it or not. Okay, all right. And I think I've given it the highest rating out of anybody uh, because I gave it a 4.25, but it's lager. We expect this from lager. Your favourite lagers rate around the same as this because this rates at 3.27. Um, yeah. And it has a great description. Easy drinking, easy drinking, clean and crisp lager tastes like beer. And it does exactly. It is a really well-made lager. Um, just an Australian pills, really. Um, not a new style pills. Really drinkable. Really well-made. Um, don't need a longer description than that. Certainly don't need a bigger review than this. Delicious. That is Tony's Lager of the Week. Wow. How could you hijack this for me? Uh, well, I'm taking it back now. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm just going to do exactly what I thought I would, and I'm sticking with the same lager of the week that I've had last week. It's the Cool Ship American Lager by OEC with the American hops in there. Uh, it just keeps tasting better, Tony. I love the damn thing. Um, uh, the only unfortunate thing is that I probably won't buy another four-pack of it because... Um, no! Now it's just because Freem is nine ninety nine for a six pack, and oh. this one's thirteen ninety nine for a four pack. As tasty as it is, I'm going. I'm going co- for cost to volume ratio here, and going to load up on the Freem. Um, so that that's the logger of the week, Tony. We're not going to do another one of our goofy segments because we're bringing in. We're not going to take a break even. I'm going to smoothly flow us into this. Uh, well, actually, I'm not going to because I have to plug in the mic. Okay, but, well, I'll do some talking. I'll, I'll talk you yeah. through the Australians um, rowing. As we've 
with just um, one gold in the men's four, which I didn't realise um, because we'd won gold in the uh, women's four. So rowing, taking um, taking some gold medals for Australia, which is a damn oh. fine effort. We had a really poor um, games in Rio for our rowing. Our, our men's um, four rowing team used to be known as the Awesome Foursome. We love mm. a good nickname in Australia for a sporting team or just a person. So uh, the Awesome Foursome added again. I don't, this is probably Mark 6 or 7. The Awesome Foursome got their first gold, I think, in Barcelona, if you remember yeah. the Barcelona Olympics. Mm-hmm. We just watched the, the rowing. Yeah, I remember the Barcelona Olympics, Tony. Uh, I remember um, I think Michael Jordan was doing them. Yes, he that. was. And that, then uh, I also remember that McDonald's, I think, was somehow involved. In well, no, that was Atlanta because the flame oh. in Atlanta was the same shape as a medium McDonald's French fry packet. Oh, and I remember that Richard Jewell was involved in the Atlanta ones, which shows that I remember lots of Olympic history, if you remember Richard Jewell. <laughs> rest, rest in power, Richard Jewell. Um, all right, so we, uh, uh, for the first time in a while... Uh, we have Kelly joining us to talk seltzer. Um, pastry bot getting the day off. He, he, she left him charging um, to focus on seltzer, the, the less sweet of, of the passions. Oh, don't, oh, he's, he's, he's plugged in. He's plugged in. Don't, don't mess with him. Um, so, Kelly, was, uh, you, were, you were having a little seltzer event. Tell us, tell us about what you were getting into out at um, some sort of rural backwoods lake in the middle of uh, Illinois. Well, I wouldn't call it backwoods. And it was also in the northern part of the state. So, mm. anywho, um, <laughs> hi, Tony. Hi, Kelly. Good to see hey. you and hear from you again. Yes, yes. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yes. So, this um, was it two weekends ago now. Yes, I've, I lose track of time. Um, we had a, a girls weekend at a friend's lake house and we've been planning this for a year. We set the year of the date a year in advance and, you know, we have it on our calendars. We look forward to it. I would say probably in the last six months, we've all like, you know, as we've all been getting more and more into seltzer, we keep telling each other, Oh, I tried this one. We should bring this to the lake. Weeks go by. Ooh, tried this one. Or ooh, saw this one. We should bring this to the lake. The list got very extensive. <laughs> and as I'm sure you've seen, the shelves at the store just grow in terms of how much space seltzer is taking up. So we decided that we just we needed to do something more than just have some seltzers and try them because what fun is that? So no more. So first we're like, we need a ranking system. Maybe we, we like we should maybe we should bring a whiteboard on the boat oh, and start to like rank them on flavor and my one of my big things about seltzer is the carbonation level like some of them are not fizzy enough. Sure, this is my That's complaint my com- too. Yeah, it needs that carbonic bite to balance out. Yes, That's what makes them seltzer rather than a sparkling whatever. Yes, I agree, and so. That's my problem. What uh, would make it? What? No, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Sparkling, whatever. All right. So, so, so we're saying seltzer. Is seltzer supposed to be fizzier than sparkling, whatever? Ab- absolutely. Sparkling, All whatever. Right. Sparkling water. 
doesn't have the bite that I would. This I'm talking non-alcoholic here. If I'm thinking <laughs> salsa, I'm thinking of a far higher carbonation level, maybe some mineral additive, burtonize it slightly. Um, just give it some sort of bite versus sparkling water, which is generally lower carbonation, under sort of 30 PSI carbonation. I think Celsius okay. is 30 PSI and up. All right. All right. I just wanted to I just wanted to needle you on that more than anything. So uh all right. So first of all what, the evolution, how we got okay, to keep this. going. All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> got stuck he does on this carb all levels. All right. I I know. Um, so sure we were talking do. about we need, a <laughs> we need a whiteboard. We need to rank them on you know flavor. We need to rank them on carbonation level, just overall enjoyment. And then we're like, mm, what if we made a bracket? What if we made a bracket for all of these seltzers? And so we're like, okay. Um, we immediately started a Google sheet and started putting in all the different types of seltzers we wanted. And as we were strategizing. We were like, okay, it has to be rounds of like of eight, 16, 32. And at first we we're like, oh, 32, that's too many. Well, we ended up with more than 32. Yeah, it's, it's 38. There yeah. was, yeah, there was 38. So we had to have a few play in rounds. Okay. Um, but uh, were one of my girlfriends. Was so they weren't they weren't pre ranked and seated. That I feel like that could be an evolution for a future lake trip. But yep. for this one, um, one of my girlfriends uh, multitasked during, a, you know, a, a very important work meeting and built out the entire bracket for us because we had started the list. We we're like, OK, we had, you know, in my very type A organized fashion. We had, you know, the brand, what type of pack it was, what the, all the different flavors were, how many come in a pack so we would know. And she went through and organized them into four different regions so that. Not, there would be a lot of uniqueness in each region, so there was never a brand against itself in, in, in an initial pairing. Yep. And you would never be pairing the same flavor against itself, which we had talked about. Maybe we have, like, there's one way you could do it where you could organize it as here's the citrus region, here's the berry region, here's, you know, et cetera. Yep. That's known as the right way to do it. But yeah. <laughs> That's your opinion. <laughs> But we decided to go a little bit more more random and more fun. So we had more fun. More fun. Okay. <laughs> Not going to ask for clarification on why it's more fun than just putting because the very way. That's why it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, so right. You're still drunk. I mean, it's still pretty fun, and you're on the boat. <laughs> yeah, we're on a boat. <laughs> it was great. The nice thing about I love the idea of you guys drinking them and then be like, "I'm bored." <laughs> It definitely wasn't boring. We did have one of our spoiler alert. One of our regions was kind of the was a dud region, and we had to get through it as quickly as possible <laughs> because we didn't love any of the flavors. Um, but so we also decided that because there were more than thirty two flavors, we couldn't have a can each. That would require buying a lot of seltzer, and you know that just makes for half the bracket you forgetting and. You lose yep. the scientificness of this. So we had oh, to. It's scientific now. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yes. Very scientific. It's not fun. It's science. And it's not subjective. It's, it's science. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, so yes, yeah, so we, we had all our, our taster glasses ready to go and we went through and we had, you know, poured 
each in this little sample cup and tried the first, you know, flavor A and flavor B, and then decided and went around and, and shared our vote and built the bracket and just went in from there. And we did it region by region because it would be a lot to open 32 different seltzers and then they'd be warm and flat by the yep. time you got to the next round. So we played region by region. Um, I'll tell you the, um, well, first let me ask, do you want to know the different, like the, the different brands that we had in there, the different packs? Absolutely. I can set that up for you. Okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, did we get into artisanal stuff or did we stick to just your, your Bud Lights and your, your other major brands like that? Yeah, so we had a little bit of both. We definitely had like the macro represented. We had Bud Light seltzers and we had Trulies. And then we also had some of um, the craft style stuff too. So we had um, Bubble Party Hard from Modern Times. We had um, Fruit Smash, which is New Belgium, I believe. Yeah. And then um, we had some other ones that I was unfamiliar with, a brand called Ashland. Which, in looking them up, they um, their owner is the guy who started St. Archer. And then they've okay. got just, like, a laundry list of different celebs and pro athletes. But on the, like, Michen, like, some surfers, gal that was on The Bachelor, uh, a whole <laughs> bunch of people. Most of them, I'm like, who are these people? A country singer. Which, so, which country singer? Was it Tyler Childers? Oh, no. <sighs> I don't know, like, Probably. any any of those country singers. It was like, oh, hold on. It was um, probably pop country. They're trash. Pop country. So I... Give me alternative country a, any day. Right. Uh, I don't know, Tony. We'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> Chris Lane? Chris Lane? Do you know who that is? That sounds pop country to me. That's Okay, probably. And that was my one issue. Sorry to disrupt. Chris Lane knows um, the Australian artist in the opening ceremony, Keith Urban. Really, mm. that dude is fucking awful. He's gross. Mm. Don't like him. Beyond his hair, his hair is gross. Gross human being. That's not the country I'm okay. into. No. Give me Chris Stapleton any day. So you're you're doing. So we have this bracket, and the bracket is is doing individual seltzer. Contests, right? Yep. So I don't want to spoil who the winner of this is. No. Uh, I want to pick out a couple of these that I personally took a front with Ooh. first of all, and I want to I want to ask the hard questions about how these decisions are getting made. Okay. So my very first one is the very first thing on the very top left: Truly Lemonade and Bud Light Classic Black Cherrya, Cherrya, Cherry, Cherrya. Yep. Oh, which was won by Truly Lemonade, a, tr- a truly disgusting thing to drink is Truly Lemonade. Uh, how is B- Bud Light Black Cherry getting beat by Truly Lemonade, which tastes like uh, it could give three rats brain cancer with one sip? Yeah, no. So I voted for Black Cherry. I did not enjoy the Truly Lemonades. I, all of the Truly Lemonades, one, there's two problems with them. First is they're too sweet. As you said, they just have an overly cloying taste of stevia. That it's not stevia. It's aspartame. It's, it tastes like me. Even worse. It's brain Bri- cancer. Brian Malika yeah. would be a huge fan of that because he loves his aspartame. Ooh. <laughs> mm. 
We love that. The second is, Tony, this is why you should never waste your money on any Trulies, is they were not fizzy enough. Like, they not felt sure. like they, were, they actually felt flat. But yep. one thing one thing I would I would question about the future. So in a future version of this bracket, mm-hmm. I would encourage to somehow either limit the amount of participants or do some kind of pre-qualifying so that you actually could drink more like half of a can of each. Because something like Truly Lemonade gets an advantage because of that lemon taste when you're drinking an ounce of it versus Bud Light Seltzer, which has a very delicate flavor. This is where I'll get Griff's back here. This is the same problem with competition barbecue. All of competition barbecue is barbecue you cannot eat more than a mouthful of because it's designed to give maximum impact for the judges it doesn't mean it's actually good barbecue and this is this is the advantage that truly lemonade has now i'm not sure whether you need half a can but if even if you i don't know how you split three the cans ounces. but but yeah three ounces quarter of a can each is would, and it'll help you measure the carb better too because yeah. when you get a little teeny teensy bit in there like it'll flat especially if you're in the sun which presumably you were mm-hmm. it'll flatten out really fast right yeah so i Okay, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with the consensus. I'm just gonna say that I like black cherry better, and I think there's and this is the problem with beer tasting too. And people do this all the time. They it's it's they're tasting a lager. You know, some guy on Untapped. You know, this taste drinks a sip of of fucking heliostat after they drank a, an entire thing of bourbon. Burble County. Burble County. You right. <laughs> Ew, you know, it doesn't taste like anything. No, I will say this, though. So we definitely recognize the fact that in when you put two seltzers head to head, you have to pick one and one is going to win. And so when we would ha- we would pack the cooler with multiple cans of each because, you know, this each round didn't take that long to get through. No, so we were gonna, true. And you're also going to find like, oh, I really like this seltzer. I want to actually drink a whole can like of it. Have some, yeah. So, you know, we recognize that there were some times we're like, oh, actually, I like this one a lot, but when I was, you know, putting it head to head with this other brand, this other flavor, the other one won for whatever reason. Okay. Also, black cherry for some people was a very polarizing flavor because they felt like it tasted like cough syrup. Or I should be disqualified as judges because they're wrong. (laughs) Black cherry is delicious. I don't disagree with you. All these Bud Lights struggled except for the new Bud Light flavors, which I'm, I'm wondering if... So tell tell us about these new Bud Light flavors. This is the other this is the other big. So I know that we're, we'll we'll announce the winner at the end here. But yep. I, I one of the big winners of this in general, you know, sort of like a sort of like when a when George Mason, you know, they didn't win the whole thing, but they were they they sort of won the NCAA tournament, quote unquote, right? Where they sort of won the event of it, as if that makes sense, right? They no. were the remember when George Mason got to the final four or whatever? Oh, you don't? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. But when a 13 seed makes the final four, okay. they don't win the tournament, but they won the thing, right? Okay. They sort give of me, like are the Davidson. team of the tournament, yep. right? Yeah, Davidson, sure. They're the team of the tournament. They were just the exciting thing to watch. And it feels like that was these Bud Light summer... The retro summer... Retro summer, summer packs. My these favorite. guys have been... These guys are My tearing favorite. it up in here and messing with some long-standing um, uh, uh, brands... 
So what are these flavors? We got cherry limeade, we got mm-hmm. blue raz, we got... Um, Summer ice was the third mm-hmm. one, which is the most nondescript of all of them. So I actually had yep. to go on the Bud Light website and look it up. And it's a bomb pop. It's the red, white, oh. and blue pop. There you okay. go. A plus. That was it, my. It's probably call it, trademarked. Oh, of course. But couldn't you yeah. wink to it somehow? Like that is such a right. nondescriptor. You you would think so. And so What's another the fourth one. There's only three in that one. There's only three. There was only three. Which, by the way, I feel like we next time we go to the store, we need to buy a few packs of this because it's a special edition set, and it's going to go away. And this is the best one. Just stick it in the cellar for a couple of years. It'll still be good. Yeah. took out cherry limeade made the final eight Mm -hmm. and they took out truly tea strawberry oh that one is nasty it can't be good it was rare Uh, ashland tropical raspberry lemon oh god the ashland okay this is the this is the one that was started by the guy from saint archer and has their long list of celeb investors owners something urban's involved (laughs) <laughs> creative directors i don't know but they need to go way back to like the drawing board because they were nasty right, they were then, not good and then they lost to bubble Dinner party hard. hard grapefruit that one was good it was a nice clean grapefruit flavor not overpowering it was very nice and summer ice which seems to be the least favorite or it just ran into a buzzsaw here. It, it um, did. Everybody got real jazzed about the mango flavor, yeah. and it lost probably, like, by one vote. See, that's my Which point. was a disappointment. I, I like Bud Light, but I do love the... I See, I'm the cherry stan and uh, the lime one. Those are my faves. The mango is a little sweet for me, but it came through here. And then the the real winner of the three was the... And, and maybe your favorite... Uh, you've mentioned is the blue raspberry. So raspberry was excellent. It definitely tastes like a blue raspberry Slurpee you would get from Seven Eleven. Like it is spot on in terms of flavor, and it's it is also blue when you pour it out of the can. So mm-hmm. extra points for that. Um, but yeah, that was very good. That one everybody really liked. So the so yeah, it tastes like blue blue mm-hmm. Slurpee melted mm-hmm. blue Slurpee or like a blue icy maybe one of those. Yeah, it's that flavor Walmart there. Depends on, you know, which brand you're into. Depends on what your growing up was like. Could you afford a Slurpee or are you getting the icy, you know, and the syrup's running out. And or thing. if you're yep. from Australia, it's probably, even though it's non-dairy, probably very close to Blue Heaven flavor. If you've ever had a yeah, Blue Heaven. These are all non-dairy. Don't no worry. There's no, there's, no, there's no dairy in a Slurpee. No. No. Um, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that we have a Blue Raspberry flavor in Australia that we have in our milks, and it's called Blue Heaven. You can, oh. you, when milk bars used to do milkshakes, you could get a, a, a Blue Heaven milkshake, which was kind of delicious because it's the blue Sounds raspberry with, with, with vanilla. So, mm. sure. mm-hmm. so it looks like the that. craft brands, other than Ashland, which we'll say is a craft brand by in name only, Yeah. Um, the Modern Times, the Fruit Smash, they held their own. It feels like, right? So, did they? Did, but there were some of them that that we were real up or down on. The modern times, they had one that was cu- cucumber lime, and that was universally found to be disgusting. I think someone actually said it smelled like feet, which the cloudberry. I mean, well, they they got pitted yeah. against, they got pitted against each other here in berry blast versus cloudberry. 
Yeah. And and Fruit Smash came out on top there. Um and uh so maybe so but it looks like Modern Times had a couple of winner had at least one winner in the grapefruit. Seems like everybody mm-hmm. liked grapefruit the grapefruit. Was was very good. I right. enjoyed that one. Do you Okay, and then the tropical I like the tropical punch fruit smash, but it but it ran into the ult, ultimate. Yeah, winner, they ran so into the cool, ultimately one, which everyone was very excited about, and I'm pretty sure it's like an Instagram brand. All right, so tell me about this <laughs> Lover Boy brand. What is this? So I say it's an Instagram brand because that, I'm pretty sure that's how we found it. Was somebody saw it on Instagram, and it's a sparkling um, hard tea. And so we had two different flavors, but we only one of them, I believe, was entered into the bracket. There was another flavor, but we only, we didn't have enough cans of it. Um, so it is a white peach tea by Loverboy, which, again, this <laughs> is an Instagram brand, I swear. It's, it's this, you have to go, if you go on Instagram, their handle is at drinkloverboy. Just look at it and you can say, yes, this was created specifically for people to share it on social media. It's a very pretty can. But the, the actually, the, the white peach tea was, was good. And the nice thing about it was you could actually, compared to some of the other teas, which I think were just the Truly teas, which as someone who grew up drinking lots of crystal light, it was <laughs> a horrible flashback and very gross. But the this was actually had like an actual like white tea. You could taste it as opposed to a black tea or a green tea. Yep. And the peach flavor wasn't overpowering and like just tasting like canned peaches and syrup. Actually had a, a, like a nice peach flavor to it. So that one ultimately so beat out Bud Light Retro Summer Blue Raspberry. And it was very tough. So Losers of this, uh, Ashlyn clearly. Oh yeah. The other loser, I would say, is Vizzy. Vizzy, which only one out of every Vizzy flavor appears to have only won two of the mat- matchups, and it was only the papaya won anything. So the papaya won its play-in, and it won its first-round matchup, and then every other Vizzy lost immediately. And, um, and to some and to some trash too. Vizzy, one Vizzy got matched up with an Ashland and lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Vizzy got matched up with Truly Lemonade Mango. Bleh. Everybody and, was super hot on the and mango flavor. Uh, and then we got a Vizzy West Water Watermelon Tang lost to Truly Punch Tropical. That's got to be pure sugar. Um, it was, and there was just bleh. a lot of varying opinions. Which is how we ended up with. So Vizzy taking it, taking it on the chin. Vizzy, uh, both v- uh, vitamin claims disputed, and also uh, uh, bad tasting. Well, I don't, I don't share the bad tasting sentiment. I actually enjoyed some of the Vizzy flavors. They were definitely more potent in their flavors, but I appreciated that they had very unique combinations, sure. like the papaya passion fruit. That one was really good. I think the watermelon one, watermelon strawberry, just was a little off tasting. Sometimes fake watermelon flavor tastes too much like a Jolly Rancher and not like real watermelon. Very much so, yeah. I think, I think melon and, and cucumber are sort of, most melons and most cucumber flavors, I think, are a little tricky. Yeah. These types of things that are a little more delicate. So, And strawberry is the other one that I just think in general can be a little weird. So. Now, so, thinking as a beer podcast, 
Mm. Are any of these flavors? This will be the first time we've thought as a beer podcast, actually. So go ahead. Are any of these flavors suitable to move into a light beer beer realm? So I'm thinking Goza or Berliner Weiss, like modern Berliner Weiss territory. I was thinking Bud Light lemonade, like that version, but you mean like in a real style. You mean yeah. like in like, a, okay, so you're, yeah. so you're thinking maybe you could make one of these flavors into like a Berliner Weiss flavoring or syrup. Yeah. Or a, uh, so you're saying more traditionally, you're not thinking like gloop. You're not no, thinking gloop. definitely not thinking gloop. But because salsa is that, that light thing, you don't want to take it the other, other way. You don't want to take it, um, who's the, um, Gloopy salsa producer? Is that Topo Chico? Mooge. Mooge. Or Smooge. Yeah, Smooge. Smooge. Smooge, yep. Not not thinking Smooge territory, but is there any of these? Like white peach seems to me like a great goza flavour or hibiscus pomegranate is perfect for a goza, but I don't know how they're executed to say whether they would move forward into something with a little bit more... Blue-raz. Somebody has to make a... Blue Raz Gosa, I will be very disappointed. He almost had it at Wiley Roots. I mean... That was pretty much what the yeah. Wiley Roots stuff was, right? I think we posted about that in Discord, but at Wiley Roots, they have mm-hmm. a lot of these fruited Berliners, and then they had a whole other branch that was, like, fruited and flavored with drink mix, mm-hmm. with, like, Kool-Aid mix. Nice. And that's pretty much a blue... There, no blue raspberries are growing anywhere. This It's pretty much Kool-Aid mix, right? That's yeah. how you're getting blue raspberry flavor. So really they had those, and so Wiley Reese was pretty much doing that mm-hmm. to, to yeah. a degree, yeah. They were. I think you'd have to say other than grapefruit, because that's a gimme. Oh, see, I'd be having that's what I love this, too. Oh, it is. I love all the citrus, everything. So grapefruit, lemon, lime, tangerine. I think white peach would actually kick ass. A white peach Mm -hmm. tea Berliner Weiss would actually be pretty fucking tasty, I think. Yeah. 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 Cherry limeade sour. Get the rare tea cellars in there. Make it like a Mm -hmm. cherry limeade would be good, too. That would be good. We had that. We had that one, too. Oh. That was at Wiley Roots, wasn't it? Or was it at Old Works? One of them. Because I know no Wiley Roots, because they do the Sonic... Themed. Oh, yeah. Um, they did get a cease and desist about the branding on that one. How about a summer ice? Kettle sour. I mean. Seltzer. That'd be pretty good. I'm kind of into it. Just check the Weldworks website. It might exist. <laughs> it might be on there. We're waiters for all that, you know. <laughs> so basically next door. So congrats to Loverboy, um, whoever they are and whatever they are whatever they are um, and whoever they're owned by. And uh, we condone everything they've ever done. Uh, they so can't congrats. be any worse than modern times. It's true. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Oh, there was a second lover boy in here. Hibiscus. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they did make it in. Poor blue raspberry. It was exhausted from going against the first lover boy that it had to deal with the second lover boy and lost. It was tough, tough for them. Tough run, but, um, so uh, overall brand win, you'd say probably the Bud Light pack. Bud Light Retro Summer. Yeah. If it's if you see it on the shelf, you should go buy it and you should try it because it's, it is very good. It feels like Valentine's Grapefruit. I would actually make, I wish they would sell a single flavor pack of some of these seltzers. Yeah. Because I would just buy the Modern Times Grapefruit. I don't really need the rest now, of it. Um, the was was pretty good, but the Grapefruit was the best one. The Cucumber one was weird. And I don't even remember what the other one was. 
Watermelon. Watermelon. So. Now, I'm like not sure tangerine. if you're familiar with um, the Bravo TV reality show Summer House, but it, mm. the uh, brand Loverboy was founded by one of the stars from season five. Uh, okay. Kyle Cook. That, that's, that checks out. I th- that makes sense for just how big it was on Instagram. That just, there's like a definite link. That makes sense. I have not seen the show. Maybe I should watch it. I wonder if they talk about Loverboy on the show. Oh, my God. My research. Uh, so, Cal, if you wouldn't mind hitting a light for me, uh, based on all this seltzer talk uh, and knowing that, oh, boy, and Ooh. knowing that we would be getting a lot of seltzer talk here, um, I put together a fun game for the two of you to play. Um, and this is a version of our classic this or that game. But uh, I have given this the uh, lady-friendly name. Hard or soft <laughs> is the name of this game. Uh, we're going to play around a hard or soft. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, a game, hey, Tony definitely has some experience with, I think. So, <laughs> so. What I've done is I've put together a list of 10 different uh, kind of smaller, more independent seltzer brands. Okay. And, you know, uh, Kelly might know a lot of these, so I don't really know her familiarity with the seltzers. Uh, Tony, you probably won't be as familiar, but we'll see. But you would have to tell me if this seltzer brand is making a hard seltzer or a soft drink seltzer, like a bubbly or a LaCroix. Hopefully I'm better at this game than I was in the last time. Okay, so this is fun just like the bracket was fun. All right, good. Now we're not now we're now we're in now we're in the in the uh in the clear here. All right. So hard or soft, round one. Here we go. Uh the first one I'm gonna give you is called Unicorn Tears. That seems limp. Mm. I don't think there's anything hard about that. Unicorn tears. Oh, although see that? trendy can. I don't know. It's, yeah, I can see like a trendy skinny can with some foil wrapper on it. Yep. Generic flavors. Uh-huh. I think it's a hard seltzer. Uh, you've changed my mind. Go hard. Unicorn tears. It is a soft drink. Damn it. Unicorn so Tears is a soft drink. Unfortunately for you, Unicorn Tears. Okay, uh, so tell me the story of Unicorn Tears. No. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's see if I can. Google it. Can, uh, yeah. Up. Yeah, let's see. Unicorn. Now I need a picture. I need, I'm now I'm invested in what does their branding look like. Unicorn Tears. They've got um, a gin. A salted, oh, Car- Kelly, yep. right up our alley. Salted caramel uh, vodka. Oh. Unicorn Tears ooh, by ooh. Mad Tasty. Mad Tasty. Uh, you've got, a, it's an exotic and mysterious blend of natural fruit flavors that is delightful on the nose and refreshing for the brain. Okay. And it's got hemp extract in it. Mm. So yet, a, yet another thing with the inactive ingredients of weed in it for me. Thank you. <laughs> Expand your bandwidth to conquer your day with this magical elixir. So this is this. Uh, you get um, 30 bucks. You get a 
you don't get a six pack, do you? Yes, it's, it's a six thirty dollars for a six pack of of non alcoholic seltzer. You know, cool you box. Ba- yeah, the branding's cool. The design is nice. Hemp bait cheap. Thirty cents. Five dollars a can, baby. All right. Now it should be noted. I also googled it, but came up with a different result from a different company um, because there's an Australian liqueur brand. Um, called Unicorn no. Spirits, and their salted mm. caramel vodka is Unicorn Cheese. Yeah, that? Unicorn oh, wow. Kisses, that which is some a- soda and some, and some cherries, and you're living it up right yep. there. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps my favourite one that I might have to get hold of, it's Unicorn Elixir. It's just tropical right. flavour, but it changes colour. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, we're over for 1. Uh, next up, Tony and Kelly is Fountain. Fountain, Fountain it, brand it, seltzer. It couldn't be a soft drink company because it'd get mixed up with like the fountain drinks, like the Coke drinks and stuff that you get at like a self serve fountain drinks. No, this is alcoholic. They have the same problem as like the Brooklyn Nets, naming themselves after part of like the machinery they come out of. You mean the Jude- New Jersey oh, Nets? Was- we went through this on Discord. Oh, God damn it. oh yeah, I got in trouble wait. with the New Jersey Nets. Yeah. Is that- wait, they, they changed your name? No, but I just I kept calling them the New Jersey Nets because I remember them from a very specific time in the world, and they will always be the New Jersey Nets to me. With, with oh. Derek when I was Coleman, a kid, they were the so New Jersey Nets. Yeah, Derek Coleman and Drazen right. Petrovic. Yeah, they are the Brooklyn okay, Nets. Right? Yes. No, you don't have to doubt yourself. All right, so Tony. Tony is thinking it's a hard drink. Kel, are you? Do you agree? This one is a conundrum. They are all a conundrum. They're, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, or is it hard or soft? Uh-huh. All right. Since I was way off on the first one, we're going to let Tony decide this one. Tony, Tony, you know me really well. It is hard. That one is hard. Uh, Fountain hard seltzer. Fountain hard seltzer. Uh, the another another one that just has sharp looking branding: tart cherry, blueberry, and lime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like any other fucking seltzer. Uh, Hundred <laughs> yeah. calories, five percent. It's from Garage Brewing Company. Um, which, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, is that where is that? We've got Garage Project, but they're in New Zealand. Garage brand. Brewing Company is in oh, it's in Temecula, California. Okay, uh, so Fountain Hard Seltzer by Garage Brewing. It's uh, twenty six dollars on Craft Shack for a twelve pack. Get you some Bud Light, my friends. That's my tip. Uh, no need to buy Unicorn Tears and Fountain. Go with Bubbly and Bud Light. That's a pro tip. Upgrade yourself to Topo Chico if you like. Was there any bubbly in the Celsa showdown? Well, it's not hard. That's no, but we did have we did have bubblies in the cooler. It's hard for just general refreshment. All right, so you got so you got fountain. That's one for two. You're back on the board. Okay. Next up is one called press. 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 With two s's. Yes, okay. like Kristen Press or Press a Button. Or Press Coffee or in press coffee. Dayton, Ohio. That is, yeah. Uh, 
That's a reference you got right it there. Is, yeah. I'll let Kelly go through her initial thought process. I don't want to influence her. I've got some very distinct thoughts on this. This is just this is a bad branding exercise. This is the worst names ever. Well, no, I actually think branding's got a lot to do with this, so see, I'm just imagining if they aren't very much into citrus flavors, because you like I'm thinking about like in like an orange juice press or something that you would use, like this is where my brain goes in the weirdest directions. I don't know, but I feel like press as a non-alcoholic doesn't seem I don't know, I just can't envision it on a shelf. See, I can. I I think this is a hundred percent a non-alcoholic brand that only uses real fruit extracts mm. in their drinks, non-artificial okay. flavors. So that's how they're getting to it. It may not be always things that are pressed, but that's that's how the initial concept came up. They came up with it like an orange juice or an apple yep. or or berries, they they press some juice into it. So that that was my mm-hmm. thought process. I put that thinking. Let's lock okay. it in. Okay. Let's lock it yeah. in as let's, a non-alcoholic. Locking it in, non-alcoholic. Dang, this is a hard seltzer. Press oh. hard seltzer. Uh, we are going to take a look at this probably brand. probably got terrible cans. It's available at... Target. Uh, <laughs> see, AC Cole and hard seltzer. See, this is what happens when I don't spend two no hours AC. wandering around in a Target. Because this is an elevated pandemic. alcohol seltzer with culinary-inspired flavor profiles. Hello. Um, looks like they got blackberry, hibiscus, pomegranate, gingy, uh, grapefruit, cardamom, and lime. Lemongrass. Sounds good, actually. Uh, we go pick some of this up. Should have gotten this in the bracket, huh? Should've if you can get it over at the Target. Maybe you can't get it at every Target. Maybe it's only at ours or something. I don't really know where they make this huh. stuff. Uh, I don't know who's... It is in stock at the Silverado Ranch Target. Good for, good to know. Um, I'm trying to figure out who's actually making this stuff. What 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 company is, uh, is putting this together. Um, oh. No, it's just some lady. It's some lady named Amy. Um, So big ups to her. From Amy's Bakery? your advertising acumen. It just says, uh, Mm. in 2015, Press was inspired by a chance comment over dinner with a friend. Amy recognized an opportunity in her wish for a seltzer with a little something. She channeled her advertising acumen, huh? All right. Uh, All right. We got somebody here. International Savvy. And mission to serve women into founding Press Premium Alcohol Seltzer. It has premium alcohols in it. I don't know if that. I've just true. come up with a new seltzer. We need to come up with savory seltzers. These are a thing. <laughs> Wiener Bacon juice. And eggs. Like ham? Wiener oh, juice. Oh, hot dog juice. Hot dog water. Yeah, hot dog water. Water. Hot ham water. That's a good one, yeah. I, I still think right. wiener juice works on so many levels. Wiener juice. All right, oh. wiener juice is in. Here we go. Uh, all right, so you got that one wrong. Uh-huh. Press is wrong. One for three. Next up, you have good company. 
this is another store brand if it's an alcoholic version. This just seems like the do you still have Kmart? No, this is a Walmart non alcoholic non alcoholic <laughs> good company. Drink. This is <laughs> it's it's verging into kombucha territory. Good company. Awful oh. branding. You want to talk about bad branding, good company, terrible branding. There are no good companies, as we all know. No, they're all bad. Other than Fox Ooh. News slash oh, News Corp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, News Corp, for your sponsorship. Oh, this is hard. She's thinking. I think she's she's thinking, thinking it's I'm hard. Out. You think yeah. it's hard? I do think it's hard because, we'll see – Whenever we play the like these these games, I start to second guess myself, and then I just should probably just Costanza the whole thing yeah. and just do the opposite. Do the opposite, whatever, whatever you think. Yeah, no, we're That's going with Kelly. Your answer. She's the um, the advertising brain here. Let's lock it in hard. Okay. Yeah. Let's it's go. hard. You're right. Going opposite was correct. That is hard seltzer. Uh, good company. Hard seltzer. Can't believe it. Is uh, from Breckenridge Brewery. My. Uh, an Anheuser Busch uh, out- outfit these days. Mm-hmm. But good company, hard seltzer. Um, it's uh, it's loading very slowly. Uh, their their website's very bad. Oh, I have to type in my legal drinking age. That's good. I'm 21. There. 15 can variety pack. We got uh, honeydew, mountain berry, peach, black cherry, and apple and pear. Blech, apple and pear. Sounds apple and nasty. Pear. Uh, black cherry and peach, I'm on. Honeydew doesn't sound like anything to me. And then they have lemonade version here. Lemonade with raspberry, blueberry, lime, and strawberry. Talk about generic so cans. Are, they they are some good. seriously generic cans. It's, it's like they've got the they emoji fruit and stuck them on a can. They really do. Mm-hmm. Right. And the cherry does, and the peach both look like an ass. Well, the cherry kind of looks like boobs, but the the peach does look like the ass, just like you want it to. Should have done an eggplant. <laughs> should have done an eggplant. That goes in your savory seltzer category. Uh, should have done an eggplant if you're going to have the these juice. Fruit. <laughs> eggplant <laughs> on the wind juice. Perfect. We got it. Oh man, uh, the good company got right. You're fifty percent right now. All right. Um, we'll grade you on a curve. Uh, Next up is a, this is a fun one. This one's called SAP. And sap? I say it excitedly because there is an exclamation point oh, at the end of it. Uh, okay. SAP. Yeah, feeling with feeling. This is definitely a soft brand. This is like a buzz ripoff. Uh, yeah. It's a soft batch. It's <laughs> soft batch. Just <laughs> <laughs> me think of like when maple water was almost a thing for a very short moment. Yeah, I remember maple water. Yeah, I agree. This is a. You think this is a soft, soft, this is a soft this batch? Soft. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just typed in SAP <laughs> and I got SAP, the software. SAP Seltzer, you're right. It is, uh, it is a soft seltzer, but it is a plant based superfood sparkling beverage made from 100% pure maple and birch sap straight they from the it. forest. From the forests of Vermont. Yes. Uh, we sustainably harvest the sap to create our nutrient-rich, antioxidant-packed products. And they will boost immunity, fight fatigue and inflammation, and detoxify 
The body, wow. I need to get my ass on some of this. I don't see this pop up on all the wellness influencers. Soda, maple, seltzer, pure birch sap, sparkling water. Maple seltzer. Ginger lemongrass, cranberry goji, tangerine chamomile, and still strawberry habanero. Oh, no. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Uh, Cranberry goji sounds good. Ginger lemongrass sounds good. These are expensive as all get out, Tony. It takes a lot of, it takes a big juicer to squeeze a maple. (laughs) And it's a 12 pack is, well, it's not as bad as the fucking unicorn tears. It's a 12 pack is $25, $24.99. The the maple, I just, I mean, how fast Kelly and I go through a pack of of light. Well, maple doesn't really, it doesn't really taste very maple-y to be fair. But so, how fast are we going through a 12 pack of seltzer? I drink Real, a couple in a day. You know, it takes us three, three, four days to go through a 12 pack of, of salt, the, the, yeah. the non alcoholic seltzer. Yeah. Just get yourself a soda um, stream. Probably should. Not a bad idea. Um, but not this stuff, right? On three days, I'm drinking all my mat, my birch water or whatever. You know, give me a break. Yeah. So. You got that one right. Step. You're three for five. Next. With excitement. Zap. Next up is, uh, this is a fun one. This one's called Something and Nothing. This is nothing. This is nothing. Something. It's it's actually a plus sign in here, I think. Okay. Maybe it's amazing. Something it's got alcohol. Nothing. It's got no flavor. I was going to say it's got no sugar, no carbs, no gluten. Just as they all advertise. Vegan friendly. No, no, no animal products. No, it wasn't yeah. glass used. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it wasn't it wasn't put in one of those like the Parmesan, the stomach sack or whatever from a cow. Uh-huh. Rennet. Mm-hmm. No rennet in there. This I you could see on, on Gwyneth Peltro's website, gotta be honest. I can see it on Gloop or Glop the, or whatever. Yeah. It's a it's vagina beads. Mm-hmm. That she's selling. Egg. Get you the egg that you put up there. Something and nothing. Something and nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, something. This is nothing. Something. <laughs> um. Yes. I'm thinking. I'm just trying to see this. Like I'm, you know, you're walking down the aisle at Benny's, and you're like, mm, "Here's no. your Bud Light. Here's your Topo Chico. Here's your Wild Basin. Here's your, you know, whatever." No, you're at Trader Joe's in the non-alcoholic section. You're actually at Whole Foods when you're getting this. This is a Mm non-alcoholic brand. I agree. I don't think this is this is soft. This is not hard. This is not hard. This is soft. You're right. It's uh, this is a soft seltzer. This is uh, something and nothing seltzer. This uh is. Oh, they got all kinds of fun flavors here. Low calorie seltzers. Well, how many calories do we need? Um, I prefer none. <laughs> I'll just go to normal. I wonder where this is made. Their website is jacked. Um, Artists, makers, so speakers. Got, Ooh, yeah. Yuzu. Oh, I think this might be in uh, in the Nord- Nordics. Um, so they got Yuzu. They have cucumber. Hibiscus and rose are their 
flavors. Gross. And they have some, they actually do some alcoholic versions. I didn't realize this. They have, but they're not seltzers. They're called spritzes. So I think this has, this isn't seltzer so much as it's a wine spritzer. So they have a Sauvignon Blanc and Cuke, French Rosé <laughs> and Hibiscus. That's fine. Um, so they have the spritzes. But yeah, these are, um, these are non-alcoholic. They, uh, they received a great taste award. So I don't really know anything about this company. Uh, I, I kind of wish I knew where they were. It's very hard to use their website. So yeah. shout out to them for that. All right, so you got that one right. You're on a roll. Four for six. Well, Next up. Well, I'm just going to give you this one because you just said it. Uh, cool. Next up is one called Wild Basin. Oh, yeah. That's a hard seltzer. I've seen right. it. She already knows Wild Basin. I didn't think she'd already know it. Wild Basin is a hard seltzer. You get that one. It's a freebie. Five for seven. You're on a roll. Well, how about this one? This one's called Nixie. Nixie? Can you spell it? N-I-X-I-E. Use it in a sentence, please. Uh, I was drinking some Nixie, and uh, it was pretty good. Language of origin. Uh, It's, I think, for the... um, I I think it's from the... uh, It's uh, Code of Hammurabi, I think, is whatever that language is. Got some French influence. Mm-hmm. Um, this, my first instinct is soft, but I actually think this is a hard seltzer brand. Don't ask me why. I just think it's got some. Uh, it's a sans font. I'm seeing that in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's a hard seltzer brand. Yeah, I I agree. I feel there, there's something that I feel like that's trying to like appeal to like a female consumer, but someone who's not like there's a girlishness to it, but it's not overly girly. Yeah, like yep. there's a little bit of like edge to it. All right, so we're going hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nixie is soft. Oh. Nixie is sparkling water. Uh, what is the deal with Nixie? Let's find, let's see if I can find anything about it. I I can find it on Amazon. There's that. Nixie is, uh, sparkling water that you can buy on Amazon. And I I can't find a website for the damn stuff, but they have watermelon mint. Uh, it is Mm. vegan, non-GMO, (laughs) gluten-free, uh, all that. You're skipping the best copy line. Wait, go to the product description. All right. right. Deliciously refreshing sparkling waters with flavors that sparkle and ingredients that shine. It's not a, <laughs> is that a, that's not a, that's like a cursive font. That's gross. Um, it's, it's a stylized font. It's, it's stylized definitely not. Font. Oh, it's called, okay, so here you go. It was founded by the people who founded Late July, which is some a snack. Uh, yeah. you like snacks. Chips. Yeah, they make chips. Their flavors and teas are always plant-based, vegan, zero calories, zero sugar, and zero sodium, and BPA-free recyclable cans. They are. Their mission is to set a new standard for taste and integrity using certified organic ingredients and innovative infusions, proving once again that organic can be the category leader 
well, I'd never heard of this, so they're, they got work to do. Pomegranate, green tea, sorry, pomegranate, green tea, put that all together. Cut. Watermelon, mint, lime, ginger, lemon, peach, black tea, grapefruit, and, and lime are their flavors. Sure, they're fine. Not as expensive as unicorn tears, but Lord knows what could be. So, Nixie, you have gotten wrong. You're five for eight. You have two to go. Okay. Next one up is called Cloud Water. Cloud Water. That's the name of a brewery. That is the name of a brewery. You're right. Can they use that for a hard salsa? Are they using that? It's two words. Yeah, but, in this case, cloud, but, cloud water is one word. Cloud water is two words. But I still think they would get a cease and desist in the alcohol world. That's my thought process. It's too close in branding. Well, but isn't isn't it's the same water, name? You just U- put a space in it. Right, but aren't they in the UK though? They are. So does that? Uh, oh, this is, comes back to the old Ugg boot case. Um. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be because it's a national brand. Yeah, yeah the Ugg boot case. Kelly sued him for hers getting ruined. I remember it, that. Yeah, I I did destroy a pair of Ugg boots accidentally <laughs> once. I wore them outside in a Chicago winter and then put them in front of a space heater because I thought that was a good idea. Tony's losing, losing his mind. I'm yeah. losing it because <laughs> Americans are wearing their Ugg boots outside. Only a bogan yeah. wears their Ugg boots outside. They're not a fashion item. The nope. Bogans. They're they're definitely not a fashion item, but they were necessary in terms of them being very warm. Indeed, but they're not waterproof. No, no. Nope. That was a mistake. That was a yep. mistake. I wouldn't Cloud be wearing water. a boot outside. I wouldn't wear my felt slippers that I've made outside. It's fair. You can wear them out in Vegas. You ain't gonna get wet. That's true. Uh. Okay, cloud water. Space water. Cloud space water. I say soft. Yeah, I I do too. All right, you're right. It's soft. Yeah. Uh, You're trying to allude to being very natural. I did choose it because it is a brewery name. Uh, If I can, cloud water brands. Oh, Tony, this is exactly what you want. This is CBD seltzer. There we go. Uh. Boy, oh no, they're making all kinds of vitamin claims on here. At least there's no alcohol in it. <laughs> Organic grapefruit, mint, and basil with immunity with vitamin D and zinc. Organic blood orange and coconut with immunity with vitamin D3 and zinc. I specializing mm-hmm. in the vitamins. Organic blackberry and lemon and rosemary with immunity with vitamin D and zinc. And then grapefruit and mint and basil with 25 milligrams of hemp extract. Tony, I want you to guess the price of the hemp extract. It's not seltzer. It's just hemp extract. What is a 12-pack of grapefruit, mint, and basil hemp extract? Give me the number on that. Um, how big, are they like a 355 mil can, 12-ounce can? This kind of- is a three. This is a 355 milliliter bottle, aluminum okay. bottle. This is only sold through InfoWars. This is an Alex Jones product for sure. He makes these sort of bullshit claims. Um, I'm going Mm -hmm. to say that this is a $35 
um, cost to get a 12 pack. Oh, you're of close these. on the, the seltzers. The other seltzers are 40 a 12 pack. How high this are stuff, these things? This stuff, the grapefruit, mint, and basil plus 25 milliliters of hemp extract is 58.99. That is pens. some Alex Jones bullshit. You got right here. Yep. Uh, this is on. Boy, this stuff has been sponsored. Oh, okay. So they just do. I get what they're doing. So they do a version of this with, um, with the immunity stuff, and then they do a version with that's got the hemp extract in it. Um, so boy, this has gotten all the good blogs on them. Pop Sugar, Bevnet, and Bert, Birdie are in the cloud water. Um. This stuff has a very sharp-looking, very tight Sans branding that you were talking about. Um, it's a white space on the can, something you could feel good about putting in your Instagram feed. Yep. Yep, this is Insta shit right here. Oh, yeah. And it's very, very expensive. Come on. T- no booze in it whatsoever. Subscribe to their email newsletter, and you get 10% off your first purchase. So you got that one right. Come on, tell me that you couldn't see this being sold between nano silver toothpaste and super blue silver immunity gargle. All all treatment for (laughs) COVID-19, according to Alex Jones, or at least they were before the Attorney General of New York um, gave him a cease and desist letter and she became his number one enemy for three or four Um, hours. On to the next. I'll buy these up. They look great. Um, all right. Next up, final one. This one is called Maha. Maha? Maha. Maha. It, it's, this is all tropical Mayor. flavors. We Wait, can. With an H or a J? M A H A. Okay. Hawaiian Maha. wannabe brand. Not really Hawaiian, but that's what they're sort of alluding to. Summertime vibes. Um, mm-hmm. Mango salsa is a number one flavor. And it is. Jesus, headbutt of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, easy. Wow, That's how excited I got to say this. Tony's pissed off, man. He's all, they've only, you've only gotten six out of nine here. Okay. This is an alcohol-based salsa. This is hard. This. Yeah, I agree. This this is something that like you want to take to the beach. All right. It's like, does anybody remember that bad search engine that um, it was a competitor to Bing and which, of course, is now the dominant force, and Google called Mahalo. That's oh, what no. that branding reminds me of. There you go. Well, Mahalo means hi or something, or greetings or something, something like those that. Terms, right? Sounds right. I live on the ninth island, for God's sakes. You think I know this shit? All right, Maha Seltzer is. Uh, it's a hard seltzer, organic hard seltzer. Ooh. That's seven for Tony and Kelly. They got it. Dominant. Uh, Absolutely Maha. dominant. Uh-huh. As hard as a rock. Almost uh, as good as the roller coaster game. And their website is never beat that. Broke broken. <laughs> um it is made uh in partnership with Golden Road Brewing. Oh, Brewing. My and uh, yeah, I'll just have to look at an image to figure out the flavors. The flavors, oh my god, the flavors, serif fonts, raspberry, tangerine, and black, black cherry. cherry. It's a again, it's a very white can, USDA organic. 
real fruit juice, water, malted barley, pascara, sea salt, and oh, just so you know, all the ingredients. One of the the bottom ingredient is Maha's proprietary blend, <laughs> which is what? Who knows, right? I don't know what that. What could that eleven be? sacred herbs and spices? Yeah, yes, right. Or sodium benzate. Uh, there's a, now there's a savory seltzer for you. The uh, uh, herbs and spice, KFC herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way to go. All right, so seven for ten. You guys did a nice job. Um, I'm not sure I'll be getting my hands on any of these. Maybe the press. I'm kind of curious about press since it's available at at my local Target. Um, although I didn't check at the one on, on uh, Stephanie here. I'll so it's Wild Basin, you can get Wild Basin at Target. You can oh, I don't care about that. That's too popular now. <laughs> Apparently everybody knows what it is. I want I want a fancy one. So. <laughs> I'm going with Press. Uh, we'll see if see if I get my hands on that. Um, Kelly, do you have any other hard seltzer news, hard seltzer statements, concerns about uh, uh, the bracket that you'd like to get out in public before... Um, you know, we sort of forget about it and think about it next year. I'm never going to forget about it. I feel like we're already trying to refine ways to do this for next year. Yeah, I, I feel like we need to have a regional sort of play in, but not regional as far as locations. Let's change it up. Let's have the Big Ten, but Big Ten of citrus. Let's have the Big mm-hmm. Ten of of tropical, Big Ten of yeah. cucumber, because that's obviously very popular. Who's the Illinois of citrus, Cal? The Illinois of citrus? <laughs> are you sure they're a citrus? They're, they're more a uh, cucumber, I imagine. Who was the Who was the Illini basketball of the tournament here? Let's see. Who lost in the second round, but you wouldn't have thought? Oh. I would say uh, maybe... Bud Light, Cherry Lime? Maybe Summer Ice. Uh, yeah, I feel Bud like Light, Summer, Summer Ice came in hot, and it got beat by Mango. Was one, and also... Hold on, let me... <laughs> Well, your mouse is set up the wrong way. <laughs> How can it be set up the wrong way? Because she's on an I, apple where you, yeah, you, oh. you do down it goes up. Yeah, yeah you, Kelly's correct. You've got it set up yeah. wrong. Well, I have a Windows computer. I don't know what you want from me. Um, but who still uses that, a like, mouse? Trackpad's way to go. Even on a desktop. Sure. Oh. There you go. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, see? I, think, I honestly, I think some of those those busy flavors got a got a rough start. I mm. I had never had them until trying them in the bracket, and I actually very much enjoyed them. And they and did Even, they make you healthier and smarter? I'm clearly. Well, there you go. Well, right, as so we witnessed busy. by the game, it, it right. really has yep. worked. And. So Kelly, uh, she promotes the uh, medical claims made by Vizzy and agrees with all of them and thinks they're true. So mm-hmm. And Alex Jones's health yeah. claims as well. No, no, Silver. Yes. Yep. Gargle. We're I mean, doing. She's she's gargling. Everything gargling. in advertising is real, guys. Yep. Yep, that's true. Yes, um, Tony. I, I think it's time to close to close the door on yet another it classic app. What do you think? I, I think it is time. I, I think people should um, try and find us on the internet. It's often hard because we, we change our handle all the time because you can find us at Instagram, Griff. What what name would you look for on Instagram? Well, to be fair, I haven't changed the handle since we had the handle. It's Beer Engine Pod on, on Instagram. But our email is different to that. Yeah, the email. email is beerengineshow at gmail.com. 
that's fine. Nobody uh, email us if you want. I'll I'll maybe look at it someday. You know. Uh, but if you want to get on our on our Discord, uh, drop us a uh, DM on the uh, Instagram or email us, and I will eventually get to it and put you on the Discord. We've got a solid, I'd say, 15, 18 listeners partying with us on the Discord. Yeah, regular That's a nice crew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at least, yeah. we got a nice crew that's out there. Um, you know, post something on there if you're on there. Why not? Hey. We want to hear from you. Give us something to talk about. Celsi Central needs to start popping off after this episode Celsi central to take off i'll post the bracket on there i made a yep. copy of it so i don't have to so i can share my okay, preserve this yeah i actually was thinking about i feel like this is one of those things you could make and you could stylize it and sell it as a template on etsy maybe i'll do that <laughs> that'll be my side hustle and i'll get rich side, side hustle selling bracket selling seltzer brackets sounds good um Tony, I think maybe people should check us out on Untapped, right? Yeah, absolutely. If they want to check out Griff, Griff AD on Untapped. He has no friends. He never checks a beer with in with anybody else right beside him. So just Griff AD, nobody else. But if you want to check me out, I'm St. Moz on Untapped. I'm happy to take um, friend requests from complete randos on Untapped. So Me too. I don't care. But, Especially but, uh, if it is do rando. Not, do, not, do not friend Kelly on Untapped. She will... She will block you immediately. So. Block, she'll just end up sitting in that. <laughs> she will. She will look at me and say, "Who's that weird guy?" On Untapped, and I'll say it's the only descriptors that I know: fun and weird. Just yep. some guy who's who's drinking beer. We're all we're all we're all brothers in the universe of hazy okay. IPAs. And Griff is starting to ramble. Can't. Any last words, Kelly? Go we'll get your packs of Bud Light Retro Summer Seltzer. You will not be disappointed. Before Griff we must so- all come together under the sun of hard seltzer. Before Griff signs off, friends. because he always signs okay. off, Wiener Juice, I'm getting the website right now. I'm trademarking that shit internationally. Wiener Juice, the next big salsa flavor. Yeah. Grab that Instagram handle. Yeah, I would tell everyone, all of our <laughs> I listeners. I think that's gone. To, if you uh, to please type into all the search bars Wiener Juice and we can see what list you guys end up. Oh, and I think it's it's like a it's like a hazy seltzer. If you've ever had the Japanese soda Milkus, that's the sort of yeah. vibe I think we'll yeah. go for with Wiener Juice. Yeah, boy, that is really good. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.